0: Ninety three seven the ticket.
1: A good one. Welcome to the uh, first edition of this big sky. Thank you for doing this. Uh, the ladies fall seventy two sixty five to Indiana. Uh, hot on the road, it was a uh, this was a brawl more than anything else. Um, I, I'm impressed by Indiana. Uh, I'm also disappointed they play a style of play that's a little uh, a little chippy, um, a little a little obnoxious. But that's okay. We'll talk about that. A 72-65 win for the Hoosiers over Nebraska. The Hoosiers improved to 13 and two. That is their eighth straight win, the number six ranked team in the country. And based on what we've seen so far, this is the best team that we've seen on the women's side uh, of basketball all season. Uh, this is the best team I've seen. Um, from the way they play, uh, they they were without one of their bigs, just like Nebraska was. Um, the story, the lead may be the, the shoulder injury to Sam Hybee. Uh, late in the ball game. And so we don't really know what the particulars are on that. We'll wait and see uh, that story, along with Bella Cravens uh, still being on, uh, on, on the mend as well. So the Huskers have some things to work on. Um, second straight loss. I'm not sure they're disappointed by either of the losses. Well, they're disappointed by the losses, but uh, not exactly a reason to set the place on fire. They get a rematch uh, with Iowa on Saturday and that'll that'll show us something and then they'll they'll dip quickly into the bottom three teams in in the in the women's side of the big 10 um after that so they'll get a chance to get right get healthy uh and work on some things you can in fact tax, text in if you so choose. four two four six four five six eight five if you have something you want to add to something you want to say something you saw um, something you're thinking of big sky how much of this did you get your eyes on i know you're busy over there
0: uh i was able to catch the majority of the second half and i had it on when Strick and Bach were going there so i i caught a little bit of the the second quarter as well um but i was really impressed by the lady's ability to fight back because i think we saw him in a spot where we've seen the men's team kind of uh, uh crumble uh not necessarily respond to the uh the, the challenge or rise to the occasion. And I, I, I thought I was uh, really impressed with how the ladies battled back and, and got back within striking distance at the end of the game there.
1: Yeah. It, the, the numbers tell a story, but it was a little bit interesting to me to watch, um, Markowski kind of, again, take a step up in a tough situation. Um, it's good to get this early work in for the true freshman as she, uh, uh continues to ascend. Um, you don't wish uh, that Bella's out, but getting Markowski more reps, uh, getting her moments, touches uh, in, in big ball games, and Big Ten ball ballgames uh, will help them later in the season. It will certainly help them when it comes to Big Ten tournament time and forward. Uh, here are the numbers. Again, a 72-65 uh, final. The Huskers shot 40% from the field. Uh, they were 24 of 60. Uh, not the best shooting night from the field, from uh, beyond the arc. Uh They shot 29%, 6 of 21. Um, Also, put an asterisk by this, 11 of 18 from the free throw line. That is not the space that they want to be in, nor is it typical, and and that's a thing to circle. Um, The Huskers did their thing on the boards, but the number that jumps out over everything else was 19 Husker turnovers, 19 Nebraska turnovers, Um, the points off transition. Uh, were, were, we're deeply in favor for, for Indiana. I think that was how the game was determined. Uh, Nebraska did a pretty good job on the boards. They had a plus six advantage. Um, Eleven offensive rebounders for, rebounds for the Huskers. Nine assists on 24 makes. That number has to be higher in order for Nebraska to do their thing. Big Sky. Um, Markowski leading with 17, Shelley with 15, Hybe with 10 in in half the minutes of everybody else. Uh, what did you see tonight from the scoring Does this, did they look comfortable to you
0: uh it it didn't seem like they had it going from beyond the arc like they normally do which was disappointing uh given it was our our first uh, first night to do the uh, post game show uh but I think this was an anomaly more so than uh, the new norm for this team. And as uh, Nick Steynert, who will be joining us later in the show, pointed out on Twitter, uh, Alexis Markowski, three starts uh, against three ranked teams, and she's averaging 17 uh, points in those three games. So it's exciting that while there, there was still a lot to uh, look at and say we need, to, we need to get back to work, we still see some things to be hopeful for and to be excited about, especially in a, a young freshman in Markowski there.
1: Markowski with leading the way with 17 points on uh, 8 of 15 shooting. Um, not bad. She also had seven rebounds uh, and three steals. Uh, her her being active in the passing lane. Again, you, you're denying middle. You're making things tough for folks. Uh, Markowski was getting her hands on on three and tipped away another two. So her being active defensively is an impressive thing. It's a good look. Uh, 15 for Jess Shelley on 5 of 11 shooting. Um, she also brought down nine rebounds and had three assists. Uh, she did have six turnovers, but that's high usage for her, um, for her getting that much work, uh, especially once Sam went out. She had to carry the burden more. She faced more traps. She had to get in space, uh, but 511 from the field, one of two from beyond the arc, 10 for Sam Hybe in her 18 minutes, four of 10 from the field, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, she also had four turnovers. I. In watching women's basketball, especially in the Big Ten, the better teams are extremely physical against Nebraska. It's not that Nebraska can't handle it. It just looks different. It looks different to watch Nebraska being bodied up. <laughs> teams can get physical against Nebraska. Nebraska can't get physical back. And I don't know what the optics are, and I don't know why it looks the way it does, but it all for, the, for those tough games, it looks like teams have, have made a point that they were just going to try to push Nebraska around to get them off their rhythm, and I think it shows up in the three-point and the free-throw shooting. That's just the way it looks to me.
0: Certainly uh same song that you've been hearing for men's basketball and, uh, I guess, football for, uh, for that matter is uh, uh, physicality is going to be what uh, determines the winner in the Big Ten and at the top of the Big Ten. And we're just seeing that's more of the same in women's basketball as well um i was encouraged again that you know you're looking at just you know some of the things that maybe don't tell the story necessarily but nebraska has a similar record to indiana and they played they played a very close game with indiana and so uh maybe they're not too far away from uh you know the the pollsters seem to think that they're not a top 25 team but maybe they're not as far away uh, as as they think
1: Yeah, I mean, a a seven-point loss on the road in a game that, you know, could have gone down to a final possession, depending on how you play it. Um, But having seen Michigan, um, Ohio State, Maryland, in my mind, Indiana's the best team in the Big Ten. Like, they've already beaten Maryland. Uh, You saw what they did against Nebraska tonight, even without their big in the paint, um, their big space eater. Uh, I think – Nebraska is facing the, the, the Lion early, and I'm okay with that because, again, if Markowski can get acclimated, uh, you got to remember Jess Shelley. This is her first run with Nebraska. Uh, now you're going to have to get more minutes off the bench. Allison Widener coming off the bench, giving you more minutes, especially if uh, Sam Hybe uh, is injured to any degree past tonight. Um, you, you start to mark the box. We'll see more. Uh, Kendall Coley, you should see more. Uh, Ruby Porter. But this Indiana team, they've won eight straight games in a row. And they score, they defend. Um, they shoot it a ton. They shoot it a ton. Um, they're better than I than I thought they were going to be. So the current rankings would be as, as such, Indiana, Michigan, Maryland, Ohio State, Northwestern, Iowa, and then Nebraska, and then the bottom half, Purdue, who Nebraska won't face for another three or four ballgames. So, I think Nebraska sitting right about where it would be. It has an opportunity Saturday uh, to punch up and uh, get Iowa uh, back in their space. I don't think Amy Williams has much to be concerned about. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to her, her post-game conference. But her young ladies fought tonight. And coming off the Iowa game with Iowa down the road, this thing could go left pretty quickly. Iowa's going to be waiting for them. There won't be any surprises when they go when they go to Iowa. Iowa knows what's coming, and you're going to face Caitlin Clark, and she put on a show here at PBA, and we'll have a chip on her shoulder. <laughs> She'll have a chip on her shoulder, so the, because the fans kind of got on her. Nebraska will have to do a couple of things. One, I can't imagine that they're going to shoot 29% from three again. Um, they shoot the ball too well. That's just, that's just been the the, the the deal. I love the fact that this team rebounds. This team, a 41 rebounds, eleven offensive rebounds. They hunt the ball, they stalk it, they track it. I I want to go down but and, and this lane with you, Big Sky. When you when you see this this team play, do you want more usage from Jas Shelley? Is that asking too much of her?
0: I think her usage is is good where it's at right now. We're I think we're getting the best best version of her with how Amy Williams is choosing to use her right now. Um, we saw tonight; she took eleven shots and and scored you know fifteen fifteen points, nine rebounds. It's it's a good it's a good line, and I I, I don't think you can ask too much more out of a out of a, a Jazz Shelley. And I I think the biggest thing for me is looking at looking at the box score. Uh, Nebraska uses significantly more players goes deeper into their bench than than Indiana does and so I think if Nebraska has that ability to go deep into their bench and give uh, some of their some of their starters more rest to keep them fresh for those late game moments I think that's what you have to do that's that's playing to your strength and I think that's what Amy Williams team does best is playing to their strengths and so I I I would prefer that they just keep rolling with what they they're doing and kind of just trust the process to uh Rob from Philadelphia there
1: yeah, it yeah it it was several different aspects. Coley got late minutes. I thought she would play a little bit more to take some of the pressure off. Uh, Annika Stewart uh, hit two big threes. Struggled a little bit defensively and trying to be in the right place, in the right space. We got we saw Ruby Porter getting extra minutes, um, and Allison Widener has has blossomed. I, I, I'm not sure it was on purpose. I don't know. I, I certainly don't know if it was expected. But for her to come in and give the minutes that she gave, uh, that's 16 minutes um, for, for another true freshman. That's pretty impressive. Um, the numbers, again, uh, Ashley Scoggins with six. She was two of four from three. Alex Stewart was two of five from three. Uh, Markowski was one of two from three. You went 0 for uh, three, 0 for two with Sam Hybe and Izzy Bourne. Izzy Bourne, I'm pretty positive, will circle the next time these teams meet. Because she didn't, she didn't seem in her best space tonight. She went 2 of 9 from the field, uh, 0, of three from, uh, 0 of 3 from 3, missed both free throws free throw attempts. She did get five rebounds. But it just seemed like she was just a click off. And usually when that happens, Izzy Born puts it together the next night. So I expect when they face the Iowa, that Izzy Born and Ashley Scoggin have a, <laughs> kind of have their, 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 the additional juice going on. Um, how good can Markowski be? Do you see her as a legitimate Big Ten threat?
0: Oh, I think she's uh, showing you that she is right now. I, I, she's gone out and produced uh, in, in three games against three ranked teams, three of the top teams in the Big Ten. Um, and – She's getting the national honors and the national attention uh, that's deserving of, or that those performances are deserving of. And so I, I do think Markowski can be a, a long-term fixture in the uh, Nebraska starting five. Is 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 she going to continue getting uh-huh. better? Uh, that's not for me to say. I'm not, okay. a, as we uh, have discussed, the, the most excellent eye for scouting basketball talent. I did pick De'Aaron Fox for a, a top five NBA uh, starting five right now. So uh, maybe... Maybe she has more room to grow. Maybe she is the player she is going to be already. But I I think that whatever she ends up being, she's already with just what her floor is right now. She is a viable Big Ten starter.
1: Seventeen. I mean, seventeen points in a brawl. Um, The last two: Iowa did it. Indiana did it. Any team that plays against Nebraska becomes flop city, like there's the flailing, every bump is like earth shattering, uh, you know, (laughs) you know, two arms and one foot in the air every time a Nebraska player touches them. And I've got the feeling that Amy Williams will have something to say to to big 10 officiating because Nebraska is not being allowed to play the way other teams are being uh, being allowed to play against them
0: that's that's par for the course dp i don't know what uh i don't know what husker fans are expecting anymore we've seen it across every sport it, uh, every other team gets the benefit of the doubt and it seems like nebraska always catches the wrong side of of officiating so i i hope amy williams gets in there ear and and lets them know uh what's uh what's what's going on because it it, it just it's it's painful to go and watch it in every sport regardless of of the coach of the the reputation of that particular program within the athletic department, so I mean I can't say I'm surprised, but hopeful that it will get get better
1: it It really is every it's every sport it's every sport i it, just to me, Nebraska's playing defense the same way the teams are defending them, but Nebraska runs through they'll play through. And the opposing teams will just—they'll fall, they'll flip, they'll—you they'll, know—they'll gasp, they'll fake bleed, and then the official makes the call. And Nebraska comes down, and it's just the slightest—the slightest bump. I—I I, I find it interesting um, as more eyes start to be drawn to Nebraska women's basketball um, that the quality of play has remained high. Even in—I mean—they started out 12 and 0; they're 1 and 3 in the last. That last, last four games, but I don't think the, the level of play has decreased other than the, the, the three-point shooting um, on, on two of those four nights.
0: Well, I would like to ask you about that. Uh, in the last two games, we've seen him shoot 26 and 28% from beyond the arc, respectively. Um, is that, as a, as a coach yourself or a former coach yourself, I don't know if, how you want to classify yourself there, would that be alarming? Forming. Would that be all right, former coach would that be alarming yeah. for you?
1: um when you look down the 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 stat sheet um because in game, I didn't have issue with with any of the three like you it's that natural gut reaction that oh, that's a bad three, and you'll see it within the game, and then you'll go back once you've stepped away from it and you'll look to see, okay, what did the numbers say? Six of twenty one. Uh Ani Stewart and and, and Scoggin, I mean they were two of four and two of five. You're shooting five you the, the, the two main shooters are, are giving you that. Yeah, Jess Shelley goes goes, you know, one for two. I'm I, I might ask her to take more three, in truth. Like I, I I her taking two two threes, I I would expect more from her. Everybody I, else, I, I don't mind. I don't mind McCole Caton and Porter and Co- Kendall Coley coming in the game and, and taking threes. I don't mind that. So, yeah, I mean, this is the time where legs get tired and shooters shooters and legs need each other. So to say that this this is them hitting the wall – you know, just imagine, and, you know, hockey speak, sometimes the, the legs get tired and it, it throws off every, everything else because you played, uh, you're in the middle of your schedule. Well, this teams in the middle of their schedule, and this is where legs happen. Um, they did a pretty good job defending it. I, I, I'm not mad at how they defended, and I don't, I'm not mad at the shots they took. I, I, I just think you've had two nights of under, you shot it so well early in the season. You're not going to shoot 50% from three as a team all year it's not going to happen um they still got a couple of players that are shooting it well it's just a night where high being born went 0 for five there's the story there's the story and the difference between you know you hit one or two of those it's a different ball game
0: well if you hit three of them you've won the ball game you you're up 74 72 at that point and uh and you're not looking at a uh, major deficit going into the last 90 seconds there uh, where they I, I thought they played so some of the hardest basketball I've seen um from a Nebraska squad since I arrived in Lincoln uh they just there was no quit in the squad tonight and I I think that was probably the uh most proud I've been watching an athletic team as a uh, as a person who can say that they graduated from that university um and I was I I was, I was impressed by the ladies even in a loss tonight so
1: you can say you're a graduate of the University of Nebraska. It's okay.
0: I like to I like to get a little flowery with my language, DP. You know that. Hey,
1: Work it out, man. Work it out. I, I as a coach, as a former coach, I would be a little bit more concerned about the 11 for 18 from free free throw from the free throw line, because that's a place where this team, if 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 they're going to get bumped around, right? If teams are going to try to out physical them, they're going to have to go to the free throw line, and you're going to have to make your shots. Um, Izzy Bourne was 0 of 2, Markowski was 0 of 3. Like Markowski in the paint, it's, you, you don't want the hack a Markowski thing that, to become a thing, right? She can't go over for 3 from the free throw line, but again, the, the legs go. She's getting extra minutes than she was used to playing, and she's body bumping. She's down in, in, in the, in the work, heavy work area, so her legs can go. But she has a pretty good stroke. Like she has a pretty good stroke. Um, actually, they both do. So the idea of them shooting, you know, going over, you know, over for the night from the free throw line is just kind of kind of weird. And it's also why people don't attack if you're afraid of going to the free throw line. That that that's a big thing. So they'll have to deal with that. Um, Josh Shelley led them with nine rebounds, seven from Mark- Markowski, five uh, each for uh, you got five from Izzy and uh, uh, Allison Weiner, which again. Her name keeps popping up in all the good spaces, and I just I don't know who else expected that you would have true freshmen that are balling out like that, but Nebraska has it. Um, I don't. Like I, said, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad loss. I think it's just a frustrating loss. Um, they got 13 points off the bench, 32 points um, in the paint, which is Markowski and, and and company doing their work. They scored 16 second chance points, had 11 offensive rebounds. Another point to circle: They only had three points uh, on the fast break. This team has to get more because you're getting free open looks at three, and for a team that likes to shoot them in high volume, this, they they need that. They they've got to have the free points. Losing Sam Hybee certainly affects that because that's your that's your your pace setter uh, and your go getter. Um, but yeah, those those are some of the numbers that if I'm gonna uh, coach panic that's kind of where we would go so what do you got on the text line uh
0: we just got one text i hear on the text line that just came in uh come on man dp they aren't singled out you've watched Rutgers, penn state or any other women's games come on so not like
1: i actually do watch them and and here's here's where it was iowa flopped and flailed and drew flags and did the the thing that makes everybody crazy you know the james harden arm flail at, at the smallest amount of contact, when you watch Penn State, Penn State's physical, but their spacing is so unique that when they have contact on on defense, it's purposeful contact. What I'm talking about is the 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 searched for acting, you know, the dramatic flailing that you you go you know, elbow to elbow and you end up jumping four feet off the floor because you because somebody touched your elbow. It looks different. Maryland's a physical team. Like they defend. I watched Maryland versus Indiana just to kind of get some idea about what Indiana brings to the table. And Maryland's physical. They're like there's nobody in in the Big Ten conference more physical than Maryland. But it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look as physical as as it looked tonight. Yeah, I I would say against Iowa and tonight against Indiana, there were some weird calls. I I didn't understand them. Um, I didn't understand the flopping. Now, still no excuse for why you went 11 of 18 from free throw line and why you only shot 29% from three. I'm just saying other teams don't need help. Nebraska is not the biggest team in the conference. They play a fluid game. They need space. They require space. How you attack shooters is to body them. That's a coaching adage. If, I, if I'm playing a team that shoots the ball well, you know what? I'm going to body them a little bit up and down the floor. That's how that works. So singled out, no, well, it looks different. It looks different. And if I see it different, I'll say it's different. So there's that.
0: Yeah, bold, a bold choice from that texture to, uh, to potentially challenge that. Uh, the hardest working man in Lincoln Radio would not would not be able to catch a women's basketball game. No discrimination from DP.
1: No, no, no. I watch. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if, if you ask my wife, I watch too much. Like I was like, well, why are you why are you watching Ohio State and and Purdue? Well, point of reference um, to be able to be honest about it. It's from a coach from a coaching standpoint. I know when one team is is getting more out of the physicality than the other and a lot of that's perception because nebraska plays a spaced offense they like to shoot the ball in rhythm um they don't do a lot of hard picks so when they face teams that run hard picks and and who like to bounce off defenders my goodness gracious it shows it shows go back and watch it you'll see the flailing of the arms the extra flops. Uh, Nebraska, you know, rubs the arm of, 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 a, of an Illinois player or Indiana player, there's a foul. It's not the case for Nebraska. And look, the reality is this. Nebraska still had opportunities to win. They played through. This is a tough team. This is the, there's a difference between being physical and being tough. Nebraska's tough. They will play through. They will play through. Body them, bang them around, push them around. They will still battle you. They're not going to get off their game, but it doesn't mean it doesn't affect their game. And being pushed around extra will take away the legs, and that's where those numbers show. So
0: and take it, a break. Bro. I was just going to say you can't take out the fact that, uh, that some, some radio guy has been pulling them away from, uh, from their rest and getting them in the studio a little bit this last oh. week.
1: Oh, that you're the third person that said, "Like, (laughs) my goodness gracious, I need to leave these kids alone and let them." I'm like, "Oh my goodness gracious, they only knew these kids are walking in on their own."
0: Hey, you should you should see me when I walk out of the studio every night from sitting in the same chair and talking into the same microphone. After a little while, my legs are just dead, and I just couldn't couldn't possibly lift up a basketball at that point.
1: (laughs) Well, just imagine just working until eleven o'clock and then trying to go skate at full speed. Uh, and then have somebody who's just poking you with a stick for 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 thirty percent of that.
0: I, I have gone and played after after I've been at the station, and it's uh energy level is is affected slightly, but,
1: but that's why I don't have them on, on game day. Exactly, <laughs> that's why I leave them alone. So <laughs> you know you don't you don't you don't see the truth on tonight because we're leaving them alone. We're so leaving Buzzy alone tonight. Let them get their, their 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 beauty sleep. Let them get their basketball sleep. We will catch up with them next
0: week. All right, we'll be right back here on the women's basketball post game show. Uh, Nick Stannert coming up at seven forty five. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, you're listening to ninety three seven The Ticket. Now back to the Husker women's basketball post game show on ninety three seven The Ticket. Welcome back into the Husker Women's Basketball post-game show with Big Sky and DP. Nick Sander will be joining us in about 13 minutes. But, DP, you like to break down the numbers that matter. Uh, What were the ones that were jumping out to you uh, tonight? Oh, you're muted, DP. There you go. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh, 19 turnovers. 19 turnovers is a number that dictates how this game is being played. Um Indiana wanted to turn it into a brawl. That's what they did. Um, that's how you take uh, finesse technique players off their game, is to be physical with them in space, uh, make some chaos, kind of throw some some extra bodies into into passing windows. They did a really good job of doing that. Uh, I think losing – Sam Hive only playing, you know, 17, 18, 18 minutes didn't help with, with being able to finish and being able to handle the pressure that Indiana was putting on them. Um, early turnovers, uh, let's see your ball handlers. Jess Shelley had six, four for Sam Hybe in 18 minutes, uh, three for Ashley Scoggins, three for Allison Widener. That's, that's some legitimate ball pressure that Indiana played with. And, uh, the, and it, this is how Indiana sets its tone. They did it against Maryland and got them out of Maryland's um, out of out of their offense. It took them out of their offense and then finally Maryland got it together because they were getting buckets off steals, um, that's a big part of it. Uh, 74 possessions in the game, uh, 30 scores for, for, for Nebraska in 74 possessions. Uh, you want that number to be a little bit higher. Uh, the game uh, was pretty much back and forth, but the turnover percentage, the number of possessions versus your turnovers, 74 possessions and 19 turnovers. That's, that's one out of every four possessions. You can't do that in the Big Ten. Um, You can't do that and shoot 29% from the field. Like there has to be, (laughs) you know, you can cover a lot of ALs uh, by knocking down your threes and knocking down your free throws. But they left seven points on the the board with the free throw game and then 15 empty opportunities from three. Add to that the 19 turnovers. That's 34 possessions and plus seven points that Nebraska left on the table in a game that ultimately ended up being decided
0: by seven points. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's easy to look at the free throws uh, and, and say, well, there's your seven points right there. Uh, obviously going 100% from from the line would be uh, incredible, but uh, not unheard of. Uh, and I would also like to ask, you know, you mentioned multiple times that this isn't a uh, panic button loss. Uh, so no, but... if, you're, if you're Coach Williams, uh, what's your message to the team after this game?
1: dump it, dump it, just put it behind you. You can't go back and change it. You're not going to, um, you can't go back and make shots. They'll do some pretty good film study because they know what Iowa's going to do against them. They just saw them, so um, there will be some slight adjustments. Uh, The Sam Hyvey injury um, will play some part of it because they, they may, if she's not going to go against Iowa, then Allison Leitner needs to, you know, prepare herself. Uh, Ruby Porter has to prepare herself. They're going to have to contribute against a team that just beat you. And mind you, you played well enough to beat Iowa, um, but you didn't get over the hump. Um, I would say this. the The Huskers were 15 of 31 on layups, shots. To the to to the glass. Fifteen of thirty-one. I. <laughs> you you can't. Big Ten basketball is physical. It's rough. It's going to be contested. Sixteen missed opportunities off the glass. That's just too much. Like it, but and all that's fixable. All that's fixable. You can get into uh, your regular space. Markowski will get a little bit more comfortable. Of course, she's better at home than she is on the road. Um, she was eight of 15. Izzy Bourne was two of nine. A lot of those misses were, were there, but there were too many things that went wrong. DP, specifically. 15, DP, I'm going to go 15. ahead
0: and solo you on the stream here. Uh, Oh, maybe not anymore. I was going to say our fire alarm was going off, uh, oh. <laughs> but, uh, it is, it is no longer going off. So I'll just keep my nose out for some smoke. Uh, and, uh, I was I got a little nervous there for a second. Uh but uh yeah. uh from Sam McEwen on Twitter, uh coach Amy Williams uh said, it feels like the team didn't play a full 40 minutes tonight. Uh she also uh has a quote uh we or Sam has a quote here from her. Uh we can't wait until the fourth quarter to play and to guard. What are your thoughts on Amy Williams' comments uh in the postgame there?
1: Yeah, I mean it's the urgency factor. Um and a big part of it is asking for players who aren't Used to being in those situations, or supposed to be in those situations, figuring out what the game speed is. Like the young players don't know what the Big Ten game speed during crunch time is. They don't know what that speed is. And remember, Bella Cravens is not there. They missed her tonight. They missed her tonight because she's she's the finisher. We love Markowski, but Cravens is the finisher. You then lost Sam Hybe. So two of your captains aren't there, and you're on the road. The young players had to get out there and figure it out. Kendall Coley trying to figure out what her space is going to be. Uh, Annika Stewart has to figure out, is she a wing player? Is she just a tall wing player? Or is she a a skilled post player? Like, is her job just to come in, create space by pulling bigs out? If she's on the floor... They can't go 15 of 31 from, from off the glass. Can't do it because there's no big down there defending. And the best big that Indiana has didn't play tonight because of Renee. So there's some things to work on. Yeah, you, you can't wait to get behind and make the mad dash. But there were several things that they could have done right in the first half. You can't go in a halftime down you know, 12, 14, whatever it was. Um, yeah, they, they, she, she's right in that they they got it going too late um, against the number six team in the country. Like if that's if that's what, you know if that's Rutgers or, or Wisconsin, you might be able to get away with it. Not against the number six team in the country. Can't do it.
0: I think that's the uh, the story here tonight. Is uh, you you come up with a close loss because you uh, uh, you 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 don't do you don't execute. You have the turnovers and you don't shoot well from the three point line um, and and you might have been able to get away with that uh, against a, a lesser opponent but not a top 10 team in the country and uh, one of our our, our guests is uh, trying to get into the building right now so that is why our alarm went off so DP I'm gonna go ahead and solo you for a minute and I'm gonna go let our let our guest in
1: <laughs> you do that it's, it's gonna be interesting so the schedule as it goes forward um, Nebraska will have a chance to, to get themselves together uh, and turn it around. The schedule um, again. They go to they go to Iowa, uh, and they've got a rematch from a game from a week ago. Um, they had opportunities in that game uh, to get a, a Big Ten win. Uh, they know that Caitlin Clark uh, is a tough defend. Uh, they now know that there are other players on the roster who can step up. They as they did. Um, you they know what's coming behind that. Uh, the Huskers then get the opportunity to come home and face a Rutgers team that they should be able to get right on. They should be able to get right on. Uh, after Rutgers is Illinois. Illinois, um, again, those two of the three te- teams that are at the bottom of the division, uh, that game will be back in Champaign. So it will be Thursday at home against Rutgers, uh, Sunday uh, on the road against uh, in Champaign, Illinois, and then back to PVA on the following Thursday, Australia next. That- so we expect jazz, Shelly, and uh, <laughs> and and Izzy Bourne to put it together and do their thing, and then uh, back here at PVA. So is everything good there? I have to worry. Do I need to call 911? Are we good?
0: No, I am. I'm. I'm safe. There's no one holding me hostage or at, at a dangerous object point. Uh, uh. I, my my question for you is: I know you're anti, you're anti, people who are anti-wave. Are you anti theme nights at at sporting events? Are you a big theme night guy?
1: I'm not, but I understand why they exist. I think they're fun. I understand why they exist. Here's the thing. So normally I'm coaching or I'm working. So I don't really ever get to enjoy it. Like as a coach, uh, the high school, one of the high schools that I was, they're very theme night. Like every night was an event. And every night was theme night, right? It was a big deal. you know it's gonna have a blackout. they would part the sea, they'd have one of the students dress as as, as, as Jesus and they would part the Red Sea Are they like it's it's a full-on like full-on wave. I'll send you videos of of the of student bodies that I'm used to dealing with so you understand what theme nights really mean to to folks. I love that the, that the students get to do it and fans get to do it. Um, but usually I'm just spectating. Well, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and throw it
0: to break there on uh, DP's a uh, hot theme night take, and we'll get to Nick Sainer on the on the other side of that break here on the women's basketball post game show on ninety three seven the ticket. Now back to the Husker women's basketball post game show on ninety three seven the ticket. Welcome back into the Husker Women's Basketball Post Game Show on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Big Sky. Uh, we're uh, in the last segment here as we break down the Huskers 72-65 to loss to number six, Indiana. And we uh, bring in uh, ticket the ticket's own Nick Sanert. Uh, Nick, first of all, how much of the game did you catch tonight?
2: I, I was able to watch it all, actually. It was, it was a lot closer of a finish than, I think, when but it and sometimes nebraska was down 17 at one point it can't be too disappointed with the way that nebraska finished
0: no i was telling dp earlier uh that i was actually really impressed with the way they finished down the stretch and it's probably been one of the the points where i've been the most proud of uh, a husker athletic team since i came down to lincoln so um i was i was really impressed with what the ladies were able to do tonight
2: well yeah and, and the thing is is there's. Obviously, there's some disappointments that you can take out of out of the loss. I mean, the 19 turnovers you can point to and say that that's not the key to you know finding success on the court. But once again, Nebraska and more importantly, Amy Williams is finding younger players that are putting in solid minutes every single game, and it's it's becoming a consistent thing that these coaches are able to lean on. Whether that's um, Alexis Markowski coming off the bench, which in the last three games, so she started you know against Michigan. And I and I tweeted this out, but she has is averaging seventeen points per game over the last three games in the three games that she started. And it's not against, you know, walkover opponents. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, you know, number eight Michigan, number twenty two Iowa, and then number six Indiana. It's not like they're playing Maine and North Carolina Central anymore. It's these are these are quality Big Ten opponents and she's doing this against them. And, and sometimes, like tonight, on the road, which is really, really impressive. So she's putting in big minutes. Allison Widener found herself in a bigger role than she might have been expecting tonight, especially with Sam Hybee going out. And, and we'll see, you know, what, what the future holds for, for Allison Widener. But, I mean, they're, they're being able, they're able to lean on some younger guys um, every single night, whether that's Allison Widener, whether that's, um, you know, Alexis Markowski or a couple of the other ones. Kendall Moriarty was one tonight as well I mean they're they're finding success in younger players which is one of the positives that you can take out of out of tonight's loss
0: uh one of the questions that uh DP (laughs) raised uh with me was uh, do you do you want more usage out of Jazz Shelley or are you pleased with how Amy Williams is choosing to uh use her so far in this season and I uh I I can I can let you know that I, I I said that I was pleased with the usage so far and i like how deep the huskers go into their bench as opposed to an indiana that only has one player uh come off the bench that entire game tonight so i i'll, I'll turn that question over to you uh do you like the way that amy uses her bench and and do you do you think that jazz needs a little bit more uh time with the ball in her hands
2: Well, well it's definitely encouraging right that they're able to go so deep into that bench and this is without one of their starters, Bella Cravens, and so that kind of works into my last point that I was kind of talking about finding um, depth on the bench. And once again, and, and this is kind of a roundabout way to answer a question, so I'll get back to it. But like, in, in terms of um, in terms of like classes and stuff, Nebraska is pretty young. I mean, Michael Caton is the only player on this team that's listed as a senior. Sam is a junior, obviously, um, and COVID kind of shifts that thing around a little bit. But there's a lot of time for this team to to get things figured out, and not even just this season, but for seasons to come. I mean, the last time that Nebraska played Indiana, Sam Hybe and Isabel Bourne were the only two current Huskers on the roster at the time. So that's something that, once again, something encouraging that you can take away. But in terms of Jazz Shelley, I mean – you have to say, I mean, she's at leading the team and scoring every single um, game. And going into tonight's game, I should say, she's the team's leading scorer. Uh, she's averaging a little over 13 points per game. Well, tonight, I think she has 15. She didn't shoot from three that often, which is one of her sh- uh, stronger suits. So maybe, you know, she only I think she only took two threes. I have to look at the stat sheet here real quick. But she only took two threes hitting one of them. So I mean, maybe if you can find an open look, maybe that's an opportunity for her to get some more scoring. But the thing about Jazz, and I've talked about this a lot, is she does so many of the little things well. And and many times, whether it was against Iowa on Sunday or Indiana tonight, it's jumping, jumping, you know, pass routes or uh, you know, trying to come from come out of nowhere to grab a rebound. It's the little things like that that was able to. Put Nebraska in a position to stay competitive in this game against Indiana. So Jazz, I would say yes. Amy, Coach Amy Williams has used her well. Um, maybe when you're looking, you know, just at tonight, maybe a couple more three balls would would have benefited Nebraska because she's pretty successful and she's pretty strong at shooting the three ball. But one thing about Jazz is even when she's not scoring, even when she's scoring only six or eight points, and I say only, you know, but when she's only scoring, you know, less than less than double figures. She still affects the game in so many other ways that it's really fun to watch, and that's something that this team does well across the board. Is that every player gives that full-out effort, which you can't always say for other programs or for every program. So, um, and, and that's no so slight. That's just that's just calling a spade a spade. And so this team does so many of the little things, and the effort plays well. And even if they have a bad shot on offense, they don't elect, uh, they don't allow that to affect their effort or hustle on defense. So that's something that's fun to watch. But in terms of, of just Jazz Shelley, I think Amy uses her really, really well. And I think she's fit in extremely well. And she's made an, an immediate impact, which is something that, that Coach Williams needed. Uh,
0: Nick, as we get up here against the, uh, the uh, top of the hour, I, I got one last question for you. Uh, are you alarmed at all by the, uh, sh- the three-point shooting woes uh, for this team the last two games as they went uh, 26 and 28% from beyond the arc, respectively? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that's something I was I was kind of noticing while I was going through the stats and after watching the game and stuff. Yeah, it, it definitely um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say alarming because they still believe in what they've ta- what they're teaching and what they've trained on, and they they know they can shoot it well, right? Because we saw it through their first eleven games, or I guess it'd be for twelve or thirteen games, however you want to draw it up, that they shot the three ball well. And w- one thing that I would like to also point out tonight. With it only being, you know, it's such a, a small a seven point loss, Indiana's one of the better defensive teams, not only in the Big Ten, but in the, in the country. I mean, yeah, they're, they're not necessarily they're allowing 50 some points per game, which, you know, according to the national numbers, isn't like all that exciting or, or, you know, it's 45th nationally or 54th nationally, but they're still strong on defense. And Nebraska's what they fall back on their identity, if you want to call it that, is three point shooting and strong defense. Well, tonight, you know, going up against the sixth-best team in the country, they, they didn't play strong defense in the first quarter. Um, obviously, they didn't take care of the basketball on the offensive side, and then they, then they didn't shoot the three ball all that well, like you just pointed out, Big Sky. So um, when, when you're looking at it, you can't be too surprised at the way this thing shake, uh, you know, shook out. But once again, there's a lot of opportunities coming up for Nebraska. The, the Here's a little fun fact for you. These four, this four-game stretch where they played three opponents, and so – put Iowa on uh, as well, the two, two for twice. Um, those three opponents all made the six, sweet 16 or went farther in the NCAA tournament this last season. So with that being said, you have to take everything with a grain of salt um, in my eyes because these are high-quality opponents. And then after Iowa, you have Rutgers, Illinois, and Wisconsin, which as of right now are near 500 or below 500 in terms of record. So there's a lot of excitement to be had about Nebraska. The three-point shooting, it's something that they do really, really well. It's part of their identity, so I'm not too concerned about it because Ashley Scoggin is one of the best three-point shooters in the country.